Hi, Chuck Landington here, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Day 12 of quarantine, and my consciousness circuits are feeling a little strange. But the show must go on. Here is four of my favorite people in the whole wide world with absolutely no personality defects. About to bring you 90 minutes of riveting comedy, and maybe a really enjoyable couple of metal songs to boot. You're flibbering to the kettle infection flibberty gibbet. Malfunction. Malfunction. Energy reserves low. Critical error. Abort. Abort. The Metal Injection live cast starts now. Hey! We are live! Welcome, everybody! It's the Metal Injection live cast. And it's yeah, week three of our quarantine cast. And I, I, if you're if you're on the Patreon or the live stream, you'll see I'm the one wearing the tank top this week. It's Rob here with 3D Darren Delgado to my right. Then we got Sydney down here, and we also got Noah. How's it going, everybody? Yeah. So now each one of us has worn one of us has worn a tank top every week. This week it's Rob. Last week was me. Sid was first, so that means Noah has to wear a tank top next week. Yeah, that's fine. I feel like I'm usually the one wearing a tank top every week. But 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 the fans don't see it until now. Right. I just won't shave my shoulders. How about that? <laughs> that sounds fair. Rob, do you normally you have a wait? Do you normally have a lot of hair on your shoulders? Uh, not really hair I'm on my shoulders. I was just poking fun because Sid has really long, like. The the most amount of shoulder hair I've ever seen in my life oh, on a man. God. You know, can I just say something here? I've been in the room when Sid's taken off his shirt and didn't see that much hair on your Wait. shoulders. And just maybe seeing it on video like makes me realize how much it is more. When were you in the room when I took my shirt off? We all took our shirts off at once. Don't you remember this? We did it on the air like years ago. And you've done it other times too. Like this, that wasn't the only time taking your shirt. There was one time. It was towards the end. We read a hate mail, uh-huh. and somebody—I don't know how it came up—but we wound up all three of us except Noah was. The, actually, no, Sean was there too. Four of us took our shirts off. Huh. Okay. And we sat there for like two minutes with our shirts off. I mean, it's definitely gotten worse for me as the years have gone by. I don't get like, how, is there like a genetic thing? Like your coding is slightly mal- malfunctioning? And... I think it's just as you get older, you grow more hair on your body and less in your head. <laughs> That's like so you already thing. had like a nice sized patch and then it's being it's becoming out. thicker. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm wondering, is it going gray along with your hair or does it stay one color? I don't, I don't see any gray shoulder hairs yet, thankfully. I have a little bit. I don't know if you can see that. Uh yeah, I guess I could see that a little bit. Yeah, I have a little, I have a, a, a smidge of shoulder. <laughs> I mean, look at the shoulder. I look great. No. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> I do want this to mention. This is going to be the Sorry, Rob jerks off over his own body cast for the next. Uh, <laughs> well, well, you know, times time are tough. I might have to launch an OnlyFans where I'm literally the only fan. <laughs> oh, someone uh, in our and one of our patrons would definitely sign up for that. I guarantee. You. Okay, well, that's, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for that. Uh, I do want to mention we have a very special guest. He's going to be on the show momentarily. I'm really excited about it. His name is John Dolmayan, and he is the drummer of System of a Down. And uh, he's going to be on the air, and we're going to be talking to him in just a few minutes about 
his new solo album. And uh, Noah was really offended by that, so she had to log off for a quick second. <laughs> no, but she, she'll be hopping right back in. Uh, and besides that, of course, it is week three of all of us streaming from our apartments. And uh, really quickly, you know, we'll, we'll obviously get more into how we're dealing with the quarantine and everything with the coronavirus uh, after the interview, because it's scheduled for a few minutes from now. But uh, I do want to say one point of pride. It has been absolute hell for me to figure out how to set up this live stream, this video stream and all the intricacies of it, uh, which include, you know, us being all live together and then also setting it up so that we could accept calls like we normally do and, Mm. and stream it and broadcast it live. And it has been tough. And one thing that has been getting me like calming me down and, and, and like because there have been some points where I'm like I, I can't figure this out I want to you know I want to break my computer is going and hearing other you know high-end corporate <laughs> entities have these same exact problems we're having like for example Howard Stern he's broadcasting they're all broadcasting on Zoom when I listened they were using the software Zoom we're using Skype and uh and on the first day that they did their their show, they couldn't even take calls. So I was like, well, look at me. I figured out. <laughs> I at least figured out how to take calls. And we're going to play a Mike Francesa clip a little later in the show. And oh, it, and can't I can't wait. And I think he's also recording that from his home. And even he has echo on his <laughs> on his audio. Well, that's because Mons is in quarantine. How does he do a show without Mons? Mons, uh, you got to get over this. You got to just get over it. Get over it. Be a man. Go outside. <laughs> You know, you're young, you're healthy, you're not in the risk group, okay? Uh, Just get out there and brave the virus. I mean, it's an important cause, okay? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so we're going to be talking about him in just a moment, but I want to get our guest on the line. Let's kick it off. Let's start it hot. Hopefully he'll pick up. Uh, John Domayon of System of a Down, now the second member of System of a Down we've had on the show. Halfway there. Halfway to a complete set. And then we'll go like former members. There were, the, but there, there were no former members. The, yeah, they think they're one. They never broken up. I think he replaced a guy, but that guy was never on any recordings. Ah. Hello, John. Hello. Hey, yeah. John, you're on the air with the Metal Injection Livecast. Uh, thanks for taking the call. It's Rob here. Hey, man. What's going on? Uh, what did I interrupt, guys? What did I interrupt? Uh, we, <laughs> well, we were just wondering if there were any former members of System of a Down, because we were saying you're the second member of the band that we have on the show. I should also mention that uh, there's three other people here. We have Darren, uh, Hi. S- Sid, and, and Noah Hello. here. Hello. What's up, guys? What's happening? Yeah, there was a drummer before me, mm-hmm. and a very good drummer. His name's Andy Kachadurian. Good luck spelling that last name. Um <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there was one other. I mean, as far as I know, that was it. But there, um, I guess there is a potential that there was somebody else that I don't know. But the guys never told me. I see. Yeah, that's what we were quickly debating uh, right as you picked up. But thank you for hanging out. It's it's a it's a trying time. Uh, are you uh, like? Are you are you just? I'm assuming you're just hanging out at home. There's nowhere else to really hang out at the moment. It's been a weird few weeks. I feel a weird time to promote an album. <laughs> Yeah, well, 
Actually, it's a great time because people have nothing to do, so they can sit at home and listen to stuff. You know? and, <laughs> That's a good point. And uh, catch up with their family. You know, honestly, I think there's a lot of positive that can come out of this. But uh, at the end of the day, what I'm really concerned with is that people are, are financially going to be hit very hard. I don't want to see high unemployment levels. You know, I have a I have a business that I run. We have uh, 15 employees, and I'm doing the best I can to keep everybody employed, but you know, that's the only thing you're really concerned with during during times like this. I don't, uh, I don't know. I, I guess I'm not quite as afraid of, as other people are about the virus itself. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like we're, you know, human beings are made to combat viruses. You know, we have um, we have uh, systems in place in our bodies to combat viruses. But uh, you know, um, hey, it did get rid of. If, if there's one positive thing, the powers that be, it got rid of a lot of people that were protesting really fast so i don't know i question stuff and have my own theories on things and people think i'm an idiot sometimes for it but you know i also have a big imagination you know it's part of having that oh did we lose him did we lose him oh it says he's still here no i'm here oh, okay oh, hey. sorry you cut out at the very end uh but yeah so i i'm a little like what do, what do you mean by the uh the <laughs> the protesters, uh, like Which I guess protesters people... <laughs> did it get rid of. Yeah. Well, there were protesters in Hong Kong. There were protesters in France. There were protesters in Italy, Lebanon, uh, Chile. There were protests happening worldwide. People demanding uh, change from their governments, and you know, it's just kind of convenient that there's a coronavirus, and all those protests go away. Oh, I see. So I think see. maybe it was engineered by those governments to, to kill off these people. Or to just keep them off the streets. Oh, now we definitely lost them. Oh. <laughs> Hold on, let me, give, let me give him a call back. Listen, if those governments can engineer a virus, they could definitely engineer a call dropping. Yeah, wait a minute. Yeah. How, how convenient that as John is exposing this, the call gets dropped. Just weird timing, isn't it? <laughs> it's the Kofoda virus, am I right? Hey guys, John, how convenient! Just as you're exposing this, yeah, this conspiracy, the government heard our phone lines and cut you off here. <laughs> right away. You see how that works? It's the phone virus. It's COVID twenty. It just came out. Listen, guys, I write, I write for a hobby, and actually started writing my own comic book that's going to come out. In a couple months or so, whenever this thing clears up, that's awesome. so I do have an active imagination and see, I see depth in things and reasons within reasons and stuff like that. So, you know, maybe I'm nuts or maybe I'm my philosophies have a ring of truth in them. But I just think that there's interesting coincidences and convenient things that happen to to motivate things. You know, yeah. World War One started on an assassination attempt, right? Like. Uh, was that person assassinated by the people that wanted the war or people that didn't want it? You know, you have to think like, I don't know, there's just things that happen in history that are interesting that are hard to explain. Where do these viruses pop out of? It's not bats and shit like that. People in China have been, been eating that way for thousands of years. Uh, well, you Nothing. know, like, I could certainly, I mean, I certainly believe uh, that, like, government, you know, I don't know how it started, uh, but... The governments definitely knew about it much sooner than they acted. I feel like even even with uh, our country, like we only started really 
uh, being proactive about it earlier this month when uh, they knew about it in January. Well, you know? guys, there's, gonna... there's nothing China's going to do the first two weeks to stop people from buying and consuming Chinese products, right? Mm-hmm. They would prefer, this is my theory, they would prefer the entire world economy being bad than just the Chinese economy, you know, because what happens if we can't get our goods from China because there's a shutdown in China? Then we're going to get it from other places, their competitors. And once you develop supply chains from other places, then, you know, people get used to working with other people. They're not necessarily going to want to go back and work with China afterwards. So, you know, I think that's there's a whole political, global, financial thing you have to understand. They don't they don't care about a couple million people dying. And I'm not just talking about China. I'm talking about governments in general, because they have to look at it like kind of like an ant colony. You know, it's more important for the ant colony to survive than members of the ant colony, colony, including the queen. So everything they do is motivated in, like, the survival of the colony. And um, it's understandable, although it's not it's not fun to think about things in those terms. But society is bigger than any single person that lives in a society. Yeah, so, and I, f- I feel one... Anyway, one... Yeah, we we, we could get off we could get off the <laughs> the coronavirus and, and move more to, to why don't you Rob why don't you get off the coronavirus I just got off yours oh <laughs> hey <Finger. laughs> uh, but I, I I very much dig the album these gray men and it, it's a fun project it is a project of covers and uh, you know I'm sure you you talked about it uh, a bunch now but you know like what made you decide to do a covers album and with the songs that you picked uh was it like you had these songs in mind to rework or was it more you wanted to work with the artists that you collaborated with and you guys decided on a song it was really just by uh happenstance you know i'd be driving on long drives listening to uh, like a shuffle selection on either, you know, um, one of my devices or on radio and just listening to songs at random. And, I, you know, I rediscovered a bunch of songs that I hadn't heard in a long time. We discovered for my love and passion for those songs and also started to think about on these long drives. What would it have been like if those songs were presented to me? What would I have written as far as the drums are concerned? How would I have changed the arrangements? And that was the the inception of it, you know, the idea. And going forward from there, I started thinking about, well, wait a minute, if I if I was the one that created the song, how would I play it? How would I arrange it? And who would I want singing on it? And then uh, I started developing a list from there. Started contacting some of the people that were on that list. Some of them were available. Some of them weren't. Some of them didn't respond. And um, the selection that you're hearing is basically what I thought was the better work. Um, the pieces that actually ended up working out to the point where it was different enough from the original to where I was also proud enough of the end product to put it out. Yeah, and that's what I really uh, appreciate about the covers is, you know, I kind of feel like it's cheating when a band does sort of a a straight cover of a song. It's like, just listen to the original. What's the point of just re-recording a song that someone else... What is the point of your cover existing if it sounds exactly like the original? Yeah, what is I, the point? And I feel like that's the original. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like the original is. Yeah, what's the point of ever covering Led Zeppelin and doing it straight when just go listen to Led Zeppelin? There's no, there's no need. Uh, no, nobody need. Nobody can add anything to what they did with that music. For example, you know. Nobody, 
nobody did it better than the original, right? Mm-hmm. But then you have you have bands like Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, who did a bunch of covers, and they were phenomenal because they made it their own song, you know. So you had an original that somebody else did, and then you have their version, which becomes a second original in a lot of ways because they put their own stamp on it, they put their own feel behind it, and really make it their own music, you know. And and um, and look, everybody does things their way, you know. If you want to be a band that does a cover exactly like, uh, then, then go for it. But you know, can't you just write your own songs if you want? If you want to have a hit, write your own song, you know. If you're going to do a cover, make it special, make it interesting, make it you. Yeah, and I feel that's something you've been doing for a really long time, even before this, like with all the songs System of Down covered, like they sound nothing like the, you guys sound nothing like the originals, like with Metro and Snowblind and and even your Wu-Tang cover, which is one of my <laughs> favorite all-time covers. So I, I feel like... Yeah, that's probably actually the closest to, to the original. Right, you know? yeah, yeah. But still... Still heavy. It's the closest, but it's not nothing like. Yeah. yeah, that song Metro. When I first heard it, uh, I didn't. I didn't realize uh, it was a cover at first. I, I forget. It was like maybe on a soundtrack, or whatever. And then when I heard the original, I, I was like, I can't believe you guys got to where you did with that song based on the like the original is just a, a pop song. It's like a light rock song, kind of. Well, hung up is a pop song. Right. Yes. Well, hung up is a pop song. The Abba song. That- that she sampled was a that Madonna sampled originally was a pop song as well. You know, um, I like I'm a big fan of Sia. I might do a Sia cover at some point. You know, um, to me it doesn't matter what genre it is, what musical taste they have, where it comes from, what the inspiration was for them. You can take any kind of music and reimagine it and make it your own style. You know, whatever that style would be, and the more diverse your musical taste, the more chance you have of creating something that is diverse and interesting and can appeal to uh, people's sensibilities concerning something original, something groundbreaking. And I think that's what that's what I like to strive towards. I don't always accomplish it, but I strive towards it so that even if I fail, I fail close to the mark as opposed to not even having a mark in the first place. Yeah, and even like uh, with the Starman cover, I mean... To do a David Bowie cover, it take you know it takes a lot of balls. I feel because he's so revered and that music is so set. And you got you guys kill it. Like I love it. It's such a great interpretation. Uh, you did that with Surge, and it's it just it's a really fun listen. And it's not you know like it's it's a relatively quick listen, and and, and it's a it's a bunch of fun interpretations of of classic songs, and some a little more obscure. Yeah, I'm gonna actually do some more modern stuff too. There's a Tool song that I want to cover their last album. I'm just gonna have to shorten the song probably by like five minutes. Yeah, that could be the whole uh, album, basically. <laughs> there's a song by the Yeah, there's a song by the Weekend that I really like that I want to cover. Ooh. Uh, Which so, one? You know, I'm doing this a little bit more. That's cool. Yeah, the Weekend is. Uh... Really, I think The Weeknd is one of the most um, original artists right now in in like pop music that's doing like really fun stuff that I, I care a lot. There's a big '85 in his in his uh, in this particular song that I like. Um, it's nothing I haven't heard before, but he's doing it again in his own way, right? Like right. you're going to take 
all of us take from the past, all of us take from our influences, and we regurgitate them into something that's different and original because it's us also, right? Like, mm-hmm. I feel a lot of 80s vibe, early 80s vibe from the weekend, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, and... Yeah. I, well, one one other thing I wanted to mention. I know we said we were getting it off the coronavirus, but you guys do have a system of a down. Have shows lined up for the summer, and like, you know, have you thought about when it would feel safe to like go and play shows and gather in public again? And like, are you are there going to be any precautions? Do you think, or, or are you of the mind that like we just got to go out there? We're going to leave that to to the local governments mm-hmm. and municipalities. They're going to figure out whether or not it's safe for us to go. We're not canceling the tour as far as System of Down is concerned. But if uh, if local governments feel that it's too dangerous to have it, then we'll, we'll figure it out. We have to postpone it. We'll see. So this is something I've wondered about, uh, and not just with regards to concerts and stuff, but in general. Like, let's say you know there's some date in the future where the government says okay, these things can open now uh, and there's no more necessary quarantine. Do you think there will be a lag time before people will still behave normally even though they're legally allowed to go out and do these things? I think it'll be like horses in a gate. As soon as that gate's wow. open, they're going to run out. People are going to be sitting at home for a month, more than a month at that point. If it happens like in April, for example, they're going to they're gonna need to get the hell out of the house. It's true. Yeah, and I, you're I mean, already seeing start to start to ignore the warnings. You know, it's already starting because I don't know, man. There's a lot of information out there. I don't know. I don't know who's right and wrong, but yeah, and uh, there's a lot of information. A lot of people sitting around with plenty of time to consume as much information as they want on the internet. But what Speaking they should. I don't know if you guys heard about this, but my dad tipped me to this today. If you eat ginger, it supposedly prevents you from catching the virus. (laughs) So everybody, eat a lot of ginger. What if you eat a ginger? How am I going to eat ginger if I can't go to my local sushi place? That's true. That's a good question. That's a good question. I feel like wasabi can kill anything. (laughs) Very strong. You know what I heard? I heard that if you buy the new... These gray men album. You have no chance of catching any STDs or coronavirus. That's right. You I need to know. you need to stream it maybe. on a continuous loop, twenty four seven, to avoid <laughs> <laughs> avoid the virus. It actually, it, it, you know what? It it even even uh, allows you to pay your taxes in July this year instead of uh, in April. So nice. wow. a lot of benefits flying my own. Awesome. And, and it's cool. Uh, so you do want to make another one. It sounds like you're already contemplating different tracks. When you released this album, did you kind of get hit up by some of your friends being like, hey, why didn't you ask me? You know, I want to I, I want to do a cover song with you or whatever. You know. I wish I wish <laughs> they reached. I would love to hear from artists and be like, hey, I want to do it, too. You know, like, yeah, that'd, that'd be an amazing thing. And I, and I would. I would actively find songs for them that I think would work or collaborate with them on songs they wanted to do. I'm all, I'm a hundred percent open. I just don't get the offers. Mm-hmm. I think people look at system as like so different and, and you know, like just on, on its own mountain that uh, maybe they're afraid to, to do collaborations, but I can play any kind of music there is. There's no limitations to my drumming ability. And I'd be happy to pursue projects with anybody. 
it, from the pop world to to the rock world. You know, I'm 100% open. Well, well, Rob, you know guys in bands. Do you want to play uh, middleman here and hook him up with some phone I'm gonna, numbers? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reach out to The weekend. I don't know him, but <laughs> I'll, I'll tweet him. <laughs> and uh, we'll make it happen. Well, I'm going to of whether he's involved or not, and I'm going to send it to him. I think he's going to enjoy it because I'm going to rip that song up. I'm telling you. You know, um, his drummer's good, but he's not ready for what I'm doing. <laughs> Cool. Well, uh, we definitely look forward to hearing it. And uh, John, thanks so much for giving us a bit of your time. Uh, the album is called These Great Men. Take care, guys. And, and thank you so much. And stay safe out there. I and and look, look forward to seeing you on the stage soon. Right on, guys. Have a good one. Thank you. Thank you. All right. That was John Dolmayan from System of a Down. And, of course, he's got his project that he's doing these great men very fun stuff but yeah we're talking about coronavirus we were talking about it right before uh we got on the air with john sorry john were you gonna i didn't get to ask him any of my lebanese cuisine questions oh i didn't know when was the right time to step in you just gotta jump in you gotta jump in yeah i was gonna say uh the thing he said about the government's um sort of like releasing coronavirus on purpose i would say that i don't I mean, I'm someone that's someone that's very skeptical of governments in general, uh, and I don't doubt that they're capable of doing that. What I question is, you know, they're so panicked about the economy collapsing that they're ready to send like old people back to work <laughs> to just just to prevent the stock market from crashing, and they're willing to infect like millions of people. Kind of makes me feel like this wasn't planned this way. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I feel like, like in the back of my mind, I want to believe that it's not, but a part of me also thinks that there's a lot of people who control everything that are orchestrating all of this. Right. The well, only thing is that, well, yeah. the, the 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 effects of this situation are are incredibly bad for the world governments and for the people that run everything. That's what makes me a little skeptical of that particular conspiracy theory. I do believe that they develop bioweapons for sure. And I mm-hmm. do think it's certainly not without not outside of the realm of possibility that one of them got out and climbed into a bat. But yeah. uh, you know, I don't I don't I really don't think they infected like the entire population of the world. They, they need those people to, to run the fucking slave economy. How are uh, how are you gonna how are you gonna have uh, Wendy's and McDonald's and uh, well, not all of us are dying. And uh, and uh, Raytheon. Yeah. Just the if, older well, property owners. That's really not true, actually. Now that's now that we're <laughs> testing more people, there are a lot yeah. more people dying. Who were well, not, it's like 30 30 uh, percent is under under seventy. Uh, so but it's yeah. also not just people not with uh, bad with with immunodeficiencies anymore either. Like it's people. The majority who is healthy. The majority is, but there are some people contracting. Right, but it's not. Health. Yeah, and also like even a baby died. Yesterday from coronavirus, which is fine. It was also insane. a baby born with it, right? Oh, yeah. I didn't hear about that. Uh, uh, I read that. that yeah, I don't know if, if that was like real news or or just a rumor. Well, I read it on Mike Francesa's uh, uh, Twitter, so it must be true, right? <laughs> we'll talk That's about That's where Mike. I get like the majority of my news. But we have a, we have a caller, uh, area code 813. You're on the live cast. What's your name, where you're from, and how you doing? Eight one three. Yes, uh, Aaron from 
Florida. How's it going, um, Aaron? And how how are things in Florida? Uh, right now it's raining. Okay. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> I've called the show a few times over the last like ten years of listening to you guys, and I had a story that made me think of the live cast when it happened to me, and I just wanted to call in and tell you guys about it. Do okay. tell, please. We love that. Okay. So, um, I went to the doctor's office, not for anything Corona related, but a follow-up for a previous appointment. So I go in, I meet with the doctor, everything's cool. And they're like, well, you need a shot. So the nurse comes in and she goes, Hey, um, do you want the shot in your leg or in like your, like the top of your butt? And I didn't really want it in my leg. And I was like, whatever, just stick the needle in my butt so I don't have to look at it. Because, you know, that's what adults do who are afraid of needles. So as she bends me over, yes, as she bends me over the, like, bed to give me the shot, she goes... Wait, hold on. You were in a bed? Were you sure this was in a a doctor's office? Like a... (laughs) A hospital bed. Was there a gaffer? No, what? Oh, no, it's called a fluffer, not a gaffer. No, a gaffer, like someone holding a microphone over to mic this porn that you're about to tell us about. <laughs> it was a fluffer, too. So she, so she's, I'm like bent over and she's like filling up the needle with the vial. And she goes, Oh my God, I love your name. Then I was just like, Thank you. It's pretty common. She's like, oh, well, that's my son's name. She's like, we're, we're, how did your parents come up with your name? And she goes, I tell her, oh, it's my great uncle's name. It's his middle name. So her response to what I said was, oh, well, my son's name is Aaron. Okay. He's named after a famous rock star. I'm oh, sure no. you've heard of him. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, no. I, <laughs> I go, oh, who? And she goes, Aaron Lewis. He's uh, I would be like the the Oof. cartoon Robbie, running. Robbie, still on mute. Oh. And then she broke into, if I were the devil. <laughs> if that, if I, I was everybody a shot. If I was in the <laughs> in the room, I would have ran out of there like a cartoon with my feet like scurrying like. <laughs> You really want a Stains fan giving you an injection in a, like a delicate area? Also, it makes me feel so old that someone who is a Stained fan, who is essentially my age, <laughs> can have a child, like a grown child, a grown teen. I, don't, I imagine, you know, and the name craziest them after- thing, her kid, 36 years old. <laughs> <laughs> she like stayed she way back in the demo name. days. Who knew? I I should have asked how old her kid was now that I'm thinking about it, but it didn't even dawn on me. So, me Surely being the what is she? I am, oh, sorry. Because I've listened to the live cast so much, I go, "Is that like? Oh, wait, the guy from Creed?" <laughs> and she's like, "No, no." So then I start trying to think of every like terrible band from that era. So I'm like, mm-hmm. is he, "Wait, is he in Puddle of Mud?" No, <laughs> he's he's in. James, you know, the, uh, the, like, they're so good. So me, 
thinking about live cast means. And I was like, oh, the only time I've ever heard that guy, he was like cursing out his fans, telling well, him to shut up because they couldn't hear his music. Well, which would be more embarrassing if it was? If, which is more embarrassing, like being a Stained fan or a Creed fan? I think Creed. Creed. I don't know. I it's I can I give a counter argument at least? Sure. I feel that like Creed's music is bad. I would say Stained is a better band or a less bad band. But like at least Creed doesn't do like go on Fox on Mike Huckabee and do like well, right wing songs and stuff. Do let's they? ask let's ask the f- former Stained fan, Rob. Yeah. What's but the answer to that question? Stain didn't go on Huckabee. Just the singer did. In his uh, solo career. Let's be and real. I'm, and and I'm fairly certain that guys in Creed are right wing as well. I mean, uh, yeah, Bob, but they, no, uh, the, rest nice uh, the, the rest of them are nice guys. The rest of them are fine. Oh wait, uh, but is it? Is what was stained, the what was the question though? Sorry, I was. Is it stained uh, stained by the uh, uh, association <laughs> with Aaron Lewis? Maybe that's what the band name means. Yeah, fair. I can't argue with that. What was the question about just, Creed or Stained? I just uh, had to call you guys and tell you guys about it because I thought it, I just immediately thought of the live cast. Well, Aaron, uh, that was a great story, and we appreciate you telling us. And also, now we'll forever remember you. And because you know, Aaron Lewis is also from Florida. I've watched the show so many <laughs> times, but nothing I've ever done has been memorable. <laughs> Well, do we know for a fact that she's a Stained fan? I was going to say, maybe she just saw him on Mike Huckabee, and <laughs> that's why she just had the kid like six months ago. <laughs> she's part, part of the Huckabee horde. <laughs> Sorry, can you say that again, Aaron? Happy, like, Sorry, bad delay. you got to start over. Sorry. Uh, she started telling me about this video that she saw where he like defended a girl that was being like groped when she was, like, crowd surfing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. And that was the reasoning for, like, why he's a good person. Crazy thing. That girl, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Oh. Yeah. I know. (laughs) That's how he got booked. Small world. So, Rob, the question was... Before you guys uh, kick me off, I have a singular question to ask. Okay. I want to know, is, do you, do uh, Darren and Sid think that there's actually going to be a baseball season this year? I do. Of any kind? I think, yeah, I think they'll do something. I can't, I mean, basketball, hockey might be a wrap, but I feel like baseball will have something. They've done like half a season before, right? Like, well, no, there was a, I think that year you're talking about, there was about, uh, eight, like 90 games or something and then <laughs> a postseason more than half yeah so yeah i would how many say are there usually i'm sorry what how many are there usually 162 oh, okay so yeah i would say this would have to be over roughly by the end of june for there to be any hope of uh of having like any they, i think they wouldn't start if it was any later than that well i have a question for you darren the same question that you asked for John about, you know, let's say this thing does end uh, in June and they're like, okay, go ahead, go back to normal. Do you think that people will just want to go to baseball games and 
large gatherings? I, what do I you think, think about? it's the same thing John said on the phone. People will be like horses, you know, trying to get out the door to go to these things, which I don't know if it's particularly safe, to be honest. Yeah, with you. I think it'll be 50-50. I'm sure there's going right. to be mm-hmm. a lot of people like that, but I think there's going to be a lot of agoraphobics out there. Uh, just, I think I, I couldn't agree more. I feel like my behavior is I'm, actually going to change permanently. Yeah, and honestly, like, I'm, I'm more on the agoraphobic side uh just because um oh getting a lot of weird what's that uh uh and so um yeah i would be more on the agoraphobic side just because there's no cure there's no like you could still like unless until there's a vaccine which isn't a year from now how do you know uh unless they're going to be testing you at the entrance to the venue which I, that's really what it has to be, and like X-ray machines. But even the even the best estimate of of a like a, a, a great a perfect test for coronavirus. It was a COVID-19 perfect test, absolutely perfect. <laughs> I mean, you're talking about a 45 minute delay before you get the results. Like it needs right. to be well, processed. That they're to look at the results. They're working on it. Like now, there's a 15 minute test. Uh, so they're they're constantly. Oh really? Getting, I didn't know that development. Yeah, I think it was like it's moving so quickly, and I feel like the government is willing to greenlight anything just because because we're so behind on this. Imagine if we had a two month head start uh, as opposed to doing this all in March. I, it's really pointless now to even harp on it. But we live in a we live in a third world world country. I mean, it's it's really uh, what's been exposed, and I feel Aaron. Uh, thank you. We're gonna let you go. Hey, he wanted to one himself. Yeah, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to to rig this so I can so I can one somebody. Can we see if this works? This is a live on the fly test. Ready? Go ahead, Darren. One. No. Goodbye. Oh. Gave it a shot. Dun, 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 dun. All right. Oh. Uh and uh, yeah, so as we're, we're talking about the Rona, even even friend of the show, Mike Francesa, has had enough. <laughs> and uh, I, I posted this in the Discord. He basically yesterday accused the hospital of padding the Pause numbers they need because... I want to point out... Set it up a little. I want to point out, first of all, you hear there's an echo. That's not my fault. That's Mike Francesca's show's fault, which I'm... This was wow. One, this was one of the clips where I was I was like, oh, wow, even even old Mike can't figure out his echo. Yeah, we were freaking <laughs> out in the, the pre-show, like, setting up the sound and everything, and like, oh, my God, we got an echo. And then I figured out, no, that was actually just Mike's stupid clip that he couldn't get rid of the echo. So... Uh, Francesa, who is, or I guess at this point maybe was, a Trump supporter, he said he voted for Trump, uh, is talking about how Trump uh, is going on uh, doing these daily fucking propaganda speeches that the press is barely questioning him on. Uh, yeah, the he, Mike is, Mike's whole show is, is about Trump now, basically. And uh, he, how he went and was like, oh, you know, we've sent plenty of PPE, which is protective gear and like masks and they're just like hoarding it or whatever is is what trump is claiming which it's just like what are you like he's starting all these feuds he's claiming right now. that people are stealing it from yeah. the hospitals like off the back of a truck which it's it's he it's weird he's using these same exact tactics <laughs> as he's done his, 
entire political career. But anyway, let's let's hear let's hear Mike do it because his frustration w- like was so cathartic for me. He basically yesterday accused the hospital of padding the numbers they need because they were trying to sell or sending out the back door the masks. How do you go from using 20,000 masks to 300,000 masks? Can't be done. Go investigate that. You go investigate that. You have your military, your femur investigate that. That's your job. <laughs> your femur. Your femur. femur. And your thigh bone investigate. It'd be like that. But all, just his, he's like, you go investigate that. <laughs> like that. I'm picturing I... somebody's little thigh bone is like Columbo. Yeah. Like, go investigate. <laughs> Send your femur. Okay. Your ulna. Get them all together. <laughs> I just imagine uh, Trump singing the femurs connected to the pelvis. <laughs> okay. How do you go from using 20,000 masks to 300,000 masks? Can't be done. Go investigate that. You go investigate that. You have your military, your femur investigate that. That's your job. <laughs> I need uh, that femur clip when we go back to this. Can I just explain why he's getting the echo, which I'm surprised that Mons is not explaining to him from Please. working in radio? Sid, you might also be aware. He's he's not creating a mix minus, so he mm. he's sending his voice to himself, which is why you can hear it like that. Listen to you showing off with your uh, oh yeah, my Rob, God. That's I know the radio term? too. I... <laughs> That's a, See, that, no, was a, that was a big problem. To... If I knew it was called Mix Minus, maybe I could have searched for a solution faster. If only we had some way for the two of you to communicate. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that, Noah, now that I figured it out. <laughs> she wanted to show how smart she was. She let our shit fuck up and then said it on the air what she could have done. I wanted a Trump Rob. Yeah, very Trump. Yes. <laughs> You're the producer, Noah. Noah. You do <laughs> She's oh, like the government releasing a virus to the people. That's right. I respect your audio skills. I have to take one small issue with what you said. Uh, what the real problem was uh, that uh, the hospitals stole the mix minus from the Mike Francesa broadcast. <laughs> no way. There's no way you can go from 20,000 uh, decibels to uh, 3,300. It's impossible. Can't be done. Can't be done. Okay. That you have your military, your femur investigate that. That's your job. That's You're in charge job. of this. If this is a war, they're still in your supplies. What do you do? Tell them you tell the media to go investigate it. What and get back to you in six weeks or two months as more people die on a daily basis? Like, yeah, my, you get it. Like he's so right. I can't. I, I've never agreed with Mike Francis on war. I never. I'm, I'm overwhelmed with a feeling that we're listening to a Mark Braverman video. <laughs> <laughs> RC, we can edit that. What time are we at? <laughs> because that's what's wrong. He's just a terrible, gelatinous, horrible person, but saying the correct thing in a horrible delivery. I can't believe that we're living in a world where Mike Francesa is reasonable. <laughs> I know. What, what have we become? I bet well, also it's just next to Trump is reasonable. Yeah, it's yeah. how it's how far off the cliff the president has gone. Where even Mike Francesa can't defend it. Like not only can't defend it, he's fed up. <laughs> you tell the media to go investigate it? What, and get back to you in six weeks or two months as more people die on a daily basis? <laughs> That's what's wrong with it. There's a yeah. disconnect. His echo, his rage is echoing. <laughs> Mike's just mad because the restaurant that makes his favorite linguine with clam sauce had to close. He's over this shit. I go to every store, okay, in Midtown. <laughs> 
They don't even have Diet Coke in the bottles. I gotta, I gotta buy a two liter. I can't even buy a twenty ounce Diet Coke now because of the deliveries. And this is Trump's fault. Okay. You deliver it, Trump. Trump <laughs> claiming that the Diet Coke, the twenty ounces, have been uh, taken off the back of a truck. It's just not. It's not plausible. Okay. Now You're the president. Order more the... Diet Coke. Yes, it's fever. I'm envisioning a military Humvee loaded with like a pallet of Diet Cokes pulling up to Frances's house. <laughs> no lips to God's ears. All right. I uh, called up my friend uh, Bill Parcells. We're watching one here. thing happen. Sorry. He had any Diet Coke? Uh, I did not. Unfortunately, <laughs> that's the way these things go. We are in a crisis. We are all suffering losses. <laughs> We're watching one thing happen in our city on the 11 o'clock news every night. We're watching people die, and now we know people who died. And we're not seeing one or two people die now in who our neighborhood. We're seeing died. them die by the 10. Does he know? Who does he know that died? Nobody. He probably was friends with that uh, the NYPD counterterrorism guy who used to be on Channel 4 News. You know what I'm talking about? Like oh. John Miller or whatever his name is. He used to be like a reporter and now he works for the NYPD and he has it. So that's know. probably who Francis is. I, I don't know who by. that is, but Noah thinks it's hilarious that he's dead. No, I just <laughs> think he's dead. Oh, okay. But he's See, you actually dug someone up and even he's not dead. He doesn't know <laughs> fuck all about anybody dead. Living out in five towns or whatever the fuck yeah. he lives in his bubble. Excuse Maybe he was me. a big Joe Diffie fan. I was laughing at how specific Sid's uh, description was, like how how thoroughly you knew his his title. Well, uh, it's be, I, I think that they probably crossed paths when Mike had his NBC show, Mike'd Up. They might have both been oh, at the news station at the same time. They went to the strip club <laughs> after tapings. Well, let's, let's hear a oh, can I get, this. Right. Can I go away? Can I go on a tangent for a second? Because that show, Mike'd Up, is a funny kind of story. Mike... Had this, he, he got franchised himself into this show on Sunday night where he talks about the events of the day that happened in sports or whatever. And then he lost it. Like NBC kicked him off, but they kept it mic'd up. They kept the sh- name of the show mic'd up. And the guy on the show is not named Mike. It was, some <laughs> dude. It was nice. Bruce Beck, right? Bruce up. It was NBC's show, so they had it. He had to change the name of his radio show, which was also called Mike. Ah! So it's now so, Mike's on. So did Francesa like that or hate it? Oh no, he was pissed. Like Come the on. first two days he was on the air. After that happened, he was really salty, and he was talking about <laughs> they had to re- bring the band in that recorded the Mike's up, Mike'd up song to now make it Mike's on. And how that was a hassle and all this stuff. Like the whole show was about how NBC fucked him over with that. Anyway, sorry about that. I know you want. No, that was a good tangent. (laughs) All right, here's a little more. Ends in twenties by the day. They're bringing people out of the hospital in Queens in body bags, five minutes from where he grew up. Like he gives a shit about that. We here know this isn't right. You get the guys in the metropolitan area and ask the cops in New York if it's right right now. Ask the firemen in New York who so are answering those police calls right, answering those ambulance calls if it's right right now. Ask the, the guy Coke delivery guys if it's, if it's right right now. I haven't got shit for three weeks. 
Okay. For the record, there is a Diet Coke in the shot. Oh, of course. This is my last like, one, like, okay? It's hoarding it like toilet paper. Now, they know it's not. I might have to drink uh, Diet Coke vanilla with orange, okay? That's all that's left on the shot. It's like when you go to the meat aisle. And they have all everything's empty, but there's like one vegan section. It's full of meat. It's the same thing. Diet Coke, vanilla with orange. It's disgusting. It's practically like going in. You go to the poultry, and all that's left is the chicken gizzards. Yeah. <laughs> Diet Coke, vanilla with orange is the chicken gizzards of Diet Coke. Okay. Right, right now they know it's not. They don't have the supplies they need. So don't give me the my pillow guy doing a song and dance up here on a Monday afternoon when people yeah. are dying in Queens. Yeah, yeah. I love that the my well, the, the, what he's talking about is Trump brought the my pillow guy on the stage. Unreal. Uh, which is of course absurd and hyper. Re- we live in a hyper reality now that is it makes no sense whatsoever. But I also thought the reaction to it was a little stupid, also because like you had people. In one tweet, saying, "The My Pillow guy, how dare Trump soil our democracy by bringing the My Pillow guy on?" And in the next tweet, it's like, "Oh well, Biden only raped eight people, and Trump raped twenty-three people, so we really should, you know, vote blue no matter who." But the My Pillow guy, no, that's a bridge too far. We can't have that. Well, the My Pillow guy isn't running for president. Uh, agreed. No. Yeah. Yeah. Make that argument like that. We can't. Uh, uh, don't get me wrong. The My Pillow guy should not be in a press conference on national television. Yeah. But to make the argument that this is an absurd thing that we can't process, but you're going to have a, a rapist guy that try to keep like black children from going to school with white children as the fucking president, like that's okay. Well, to be specific, what happened is this week there was a, a rape allegation against Biden that a lot of people aren't acknowledging. Well, there's actually eight. I mean, he like rapes the little girls he has on stage all the time. Is that not (laughs) apparent enough? Well, Well, I mean, you're joking, but that's a good point. Like, is this so far fetched to believe that we're going to smear a rape uh, accuser when this guy can't keep his like. Here? You I got you got so could, flustered that your camera got up for a second. Like, <laughs> I yeah. think nobody actually wanted to smear the accuser. It just happens that her name is Tara Reed. Oh, so people yeah. are smearing, nobody... thinking that it's the other. <laughs> I, Tara Reed. Honestly, I, I might, you know that might not actually be a joke. I mean, there might be people who think it is that Tara. I Reed didn't. I didn't put it together. Like I, I didn't put it together until I heard you say it. <laughs> like I've been yeah, reading yeah. it and I was just like, oh. And now you're picturing Biden and Carson Daly doing a train on her, aren't you? <laughs> and a like, shark. Let, let's not be she, early. she was uh, consensual with Carson Daly. Let's just mm. Oh, and the shark, to be fair. Uh let's <laughs> let's let's hear a little more of this. Get the stuff made, get the stuff where it needs to go, and get the boots on the ground. Treat this like the crisis it is. Now I'm just hearing this like he's talking about Diet Coke. Get the stuff made. Get it to the people who need it. We need to recut this so he's talking about Diet Coke. Uh, it really I'm is. on my last one, for cripe sakes. <laughs> I have no bonds to go get me Diet I got to go get it. Myself. Well, I send Roe. But, you know, <laughs> same thing. She's tough. She got a great immune system. She got two great femurs. She could walk out there. <laughs> uh, well, 
also what's great is so this uh this is of course from the twitter that we've talked about before back after this uh which which archives classic my clip so he tagged on another clip to be like just to put this in context francesa is a huge trump guy and here's a clip of francesa bragging about working for donald trump's dad a racist uh, a complete nazi from the a man who started with a lot of money his father was wealthy. I used He's to talking talk. about Donald right now. And Do- Donald Trump's father, Fred Trump, is a, like, lit- not Trump's a Nazi, but literal card-carrying member of the Ku Klux Klan. Like, there, there are uh, newspaper clippings of him renting uh, some venue to the Klan in New York to do a rally or something like that. Like, there's right. ample He got arrested. Right. He got that arrested was yeah, yeah, yeah. not a KKK rally. He just happened to be there. Just walking by. But anyway, so here's here's Francesca talking about Donald and his father, Fred. And who started with a lot of money. His father was wealthy. Right. I used to park his father's car. Okay. FT-77. I still remember it. Down at the Atlantic Beach Club when I used to park cars there. I had the parking lot concession when I was a kid living right next to it. And I worked at the Beach Club for years. And I used to park. They only came on Sunday. And it was FT-77, Fred Trump. And I remember it very well. They'd get out and go to brunch. <laughs> And I used to park Mr. Trump's uh, Mr. Trump. limousine. I'd take it from here to there. It was the first one I saw that had a... <laughs> I'd take it from here to there. You know, it was over here, then I put it over there. I, it was weird, you know. I saw, like, the charred remains of crosses in the back seat, but I never thought nothing of it, you know? <laughs> I just thought, you know, maybe uh, there was a fire in his house or something. I don't know, okay? okay? Trump used to come on Sunday afternoon, and they had a blue cattle, a big blue limousine ft77 was the license plate and that Who was the fuck cares and... what the license plate was why, also what the why fuck is 77 need, why do i need this detail in your story like get to the FT, fucking point that's that's how you knew it was it was for trump Donald i used to i used to carry uh used to carry his white robes from here to there i mean it was uh <laughs> you know i'd pick them up from the laundry the chinese laundry uh, I don't remember him. I remember them all getting out of the car and all blondes and everyone, but I don't remember him, obviously. <laughs> but uh, I did grow up parking their cars and uh, knew his father. And his father used to give me a very good tip. He used to tip me 10 bucks. When Whoa. I used to get a buck from a car was a lot, okay? I mean, five bucks was a massive tip in those days. You're yeah, talking you about six, It's true. 69, 70, 71. Wait, do you think years. now that Mike Frances is like charred beyond all recognition with the fake tanning he does, <laughs> would Fred Trump, if he was alive today, still tip him $10, thinking he might be a black person? Well, well Fred then Trump you got to ask, would he even acknowledge his own son? That's true. Well, he's, but he's so orange that it doesn't look like a black person. It just looks like a weird clown face. Yeah. I, I, don't, I think Mike would be more likely to be mistaken for an African-American. And what about, remember Mad Dog, too? We were watching oh my the, God. him on MLB. He looks like, he looks, war, I have to say he looks worse than Mike Francesa. Like he, yeah. I feel like Francesa got a real decent job of his tan done on him. But Russo looks like a like a baked potato. Like an he just fell asleep on the beach for a weekend. Ugh, or on the scary. golf course. It's very unhealthy. His His skin tone is the same color as his hair. Oh, that's right. You see him up close. Does he look unhealthy yeah. in person? No, he. I mean, he, he looks like he's got color to the face. Mm, I think you're being nice. Yeah, I understand. You have to work. It. <laughs> but it's not. It's not dry. Like he looks very well, like moisturized and cared for. 
<laughs> don't look like the Utah desert with the cracks or anything? No. Okay. All right. That's Noah's uh, update. I don't expect I, I I can't put you on the spot. You work with these people. so I will say it looks like shit. You don't no, no. I, I'm telling you in person. It could be that he has like extra. Like, you know what the bodybuilders put on? Like that paint? Maybe yeah. that's what they have when he's when he's doing TV. It's like TV makeup. Whatever they're doing, take it off. It's like uh, fucking shit. Just take him off of TV. How about that? I like his show. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. When he sticks to only baseball, like uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's don't fun to it. laugh at. It's like when your crazy uncle comes over and you're like, I don't know what the hell he's gonna say, but it's gonna be amusing. It's like forty minutes. Of, it's like forty minutes of laugh at and twenty minutes. He does a better job of anyone else on that network. And farting. <laughs> does he fart a lot, Noah? Do you remember that sex? one time I told you that story where he walked by me and he farted? Oh, nope. yeah. I forgot all about it. What if the, his, I did. Ass, his ass might have the power to beat the COVID-19? You know what? Then he would be a miracle to society. Let's go. Mad dog, get on it. Go find, get join forces with Mike Francesa, and then you can actually get the supplies out to people. Get on Trump's ass. You aim farts at him, and Mike Francesa can rant at him. <laughs> Sorry, Rob. More clip. <laughs> got, got sidetracked again. When I would park cars there, and I made a lot of money in the parking lot. I worked very hard there in the summer, oh, no, no. but I ran the concession. Also, I worked and, very hard. Um, did you? You parked cars. Yeah. Like, what does that I mean? I drove cars. You stood on your feet. I drove cars from here to there. Here to there. That's it. Only if I had to go past there, I didn't do it. Somebody else <laughs> That was the second. Just here to there. That was my purview, so to speak. Uh, okay? You'd get change from the women in the afternoon. Then they'd have an event at night, and the guys would each give you a buck. But he'd give me 10 bucks. I would like to point out that he's throwing shade at women, that women were shitty tippers. <laughs> Uh, I was in Fred Trump's car, Mr. Trump. Uh, I found a copy of the Protocols of the Elders of Zion in there. I don't know if I was... Uh, maybe maybe uh, one of the other valets put it in there. I don't know. And he would just say, just don't play with the phone. That's what he'd say. He'd give it to me and I'd just park it off to the side. He would say, uh, uh, just don't play with the phone and don't look at the bodies in the trunk. Okay, uh, that's it. Okay, kid, this was when he was 45 working for uh, CS CBS <laughs> covering, the, covering the NCAA finals, and they, they didn't pay very well, so he had to park cars also. Uh, and he would come in, and they just stay a couple hours on Sunday. So I did actually – who would think that you would have a budding president, you know? Not me. I would be president of the United States coming out of that car when I was parking. You know, I, I, I agree like, with you wow, incredibly. Stunning. <laughs> it is I, it, it is amazing to me. Hard to believe that a, a rich white billionaire yeah. <laughs> who belongs to a racist country club could ever climb the ladder and become president. It's, just, it's unfathomable. Yep. Uh, really? Yeah, I, I mean, it goes on a little more, but that 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 was the the meat of it. He's just bragging more I want, about. I I want to know who else uh, Francesca. Uh, Met and met up with in his travels as a uh, as a as a valet at a country club. As a cub? Of, oh yeah, well probably that too. But like who 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 else would in this was in this racist uh, billionaire country club with Fred Trump? Probably Epstein. Yeah, well Epstein would have been like the same age as Francesca though, so yeah, he may not have been raping or, or facilitating rapes yet. Just he thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh 
one other while we're on the Rona. Um, I wanted to talk about so like something we we we've been sending our links around in our group chat about some absurd articles that have come out uh, in regards to this and and mainly about how now you know coughing on somebody is essentially illegal <laughs> especially coughing on police officers well if you do it on purpose if you just accidentally do it i don't think they're going to lock you up but if you're like doing it as a threat voluntary manslaughter exists yeah. well here here is this article uh cbs has learned that 50 a 51 year old man has entered the chicago police department's 11th district station and coughed in the direction of the front desk <gasps> oh my god cop killer <laughs> He's a motherfucking cop killer. <laughs> What's the nice tea? It's yeah, body, it's it's body cat. Uh, uh, <laughs> Authorities tell me. I got the motherfucking Rona. <laughs> Authorities tell me. I'm about to cough on you. <laughs> I'm about to take some cops out. I'm about to spread this virus out. <laughs> Cop coffer, better me than you. <laughs> Cop coffer, giving you the COVID too. Cop coffer, can't find Diet Coke. It's a cameo from. We can't get these masks out, okay? Okay. <laughs> so authority, <laughs> authorities tell CBS2 that people at the front desk included the sergeant and three other officers. The man later ran into a marked ride share vehicle and the man was a documented gang member. Okay. Police officers okay. arrested the man for reckless conduct. Authorities said the man did not have a medical grade mask on and did not cover his mouth while coughing. Gang member could be Ice T, former gang member. Yeah. But then he's also a cop, technically, right? Because he's on a TV show. All so it's right. like an inside job. And then here's the most absurd sentence in this whole story. Since the start of the COVID 19 pandemic, there have been reports of offenders coughing on law enforcement nationwide. My God. Look the shame. The shame. Our boys in blue getting coughed on. Oh, come on, Darren. They're not all horrible people. What did I say? I said it's Being a shame. Sarcastic. Well, you know what the shame okay. is? The shame is that they don't have the medical grade equipment where they can afford to be coughed on. They should all be wearing right. masks and gloves. You know, that's the shame that that our government has failed the people who who works for them. How come uh, no one's talking about the rideshare guy who may have also been coughed? Yeah, well, I thought that they uh, stopped ride-sharing. I thought that was not allowed anymore. No. Part uh, of the well, it was a dollar van. It was the, that's the new ride-share. No, 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 no. It's like the pools that they stopped. You can't take a, sh a share with other people, but you can take... Oh. Uber is still active, but you have to take a solo Uber or I like your party. you were going to say you can't take a shit with other people. Well, that, still do that. As long as you're six feet apart. Rob, has this uh, lockdown messed with your uh, bathhouse schedule? Are you doing that less? Banya? The old Banya? It did. I was wondering about that a few weeks ago before, like, it really went, like, before they closed all the gyms. Like, I was just like, is would it be safe 
to go to America? It's and not it's like, even no, safe before. It I thought it was good for the chest. You think the Rona's <laughs> going to survive and all that man sweat and like fucking... Yeah, around? that's what I'm saying. Uh, no, but it uh, it's sadly closed. <laughs> I'm about to go to the barn, yo. I'm about to motherfucking cough on you. <laughs> I'm a cop coffer, even in the banya. <laughs> Cops don't go in there. They know better. Every, everyone should go. It's, it's, it's very relaxing. So on March 29th, FBI were in the process of, ar- of arresting a man at his Brooklyn home on charges of price gouging sales oh. of N95 masks and other medical supplies when he coughed in the direction of the nearby agents and said he had oh. the coronavirus. In this case, I feel like it's a, it's a stronger uh, thing, you know, because he's, he's admitting he has the disease. And, but he and might be lying. He might be I mean, lying. He's That's got true. boxes and boxes of masks. I mean, how good are those masks if the guy who has them is infected? So they char- they charged him with assaulting a federal officer and making false statements to law enforcement. He faces up to five years in prison. In, in prison, coughing on an officer is now assault. So wait, so let's say it turns out he doesn't have coronavirus. Uh, is he still? Is it still the same charge? Because well, he- is, is that why they charged them him with lying to an officer? I don't know. The but, well, let's, but let me ask this question, though. So forget this case, but if I cough on you and I don't have it, is it the same charge as if I cough on you and I do have it? Well, they well, have like, to test you. Like yeah, if, I point, an empty, test. if well, I point an empty gun at you, is it the same as if I point a loaded gun at you? Yes. Yes. Okay. Or if, if you punch someone, but there's no like force behind your punch because you're weak, you still punch, <laughs> right? But they'd probably the feel sorry for you and not bother pressing charges. Mm-hmm. Or okay, <laughs> if you try to punch someone and you miss, if if you if you try to punch a cop and you miss, yeah, that would be attempted. Uh, that would be a, a te- assault. They'd still charge you with assault for that. Yeah. yeah, but if you connect, then they beat the shit out of you and then charge you with assault. Well, yeah. see, I'm. Uh, let me read the the details of the story, and then maybe this will change our perspective. FBI agents witnessed multiple instances during which individuals approached this man's residence and walked away with boxes or bags that appeared to contain medical supplies. On that date, FBI agents approached the man outside his residence. After identifying themselves, the man they told the man that they wanted to stay a distance away from him given concerns over the spread of the virus. When agents were within four or five feet of him, uh, the man allegedly coughed in their direction without covering his mouth. The, the agents then told him they were looking for certain PPE materials and they had information that he was in possession of large quantity of materials. At that point, uh, the man told the agents that he had the virus. And, the, uh, and that's when they did the raid, I guess. You're supposed to cough before they get you. That's how you keep them away. It's like a hostage situation. Poor guy, just trying to just trying to par- price gouge some masks. Well, did he also t- say? Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, no. I'll just say he also claimed that he. I don't know if it's in that story you read or if I missed it, but he he claimed that he was just running the the masks for somebody else. Mm. He had nothing to do with the uh, production or the stealing of it. He's just making a living. 
which I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what he said. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. But still, isn't that, I feel like, fuck him. Like, that's just yes. the same thing. Yes. Uh, so the other day I went to the pharmacy and um, I noticed that she, and it, so like, I tried so hard to get my birth control prescription to like a local mom and pop pharmacy and not support like the big companies. Mm-hmm. And um, so I go to this local pharmacy. It, it turned out like they just did not even care for my business. But anyway, I saw that she had hand sanitizers on the counter that she was labeling. And I was like, oh, is there like actual alcohol in these? And she's like, yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'll take one. She rings me up. Do you know how much I paid for a hand sanitizer? That's maybe, I guess, like 12 ounces. How much? Um, could, should yeah. we all guess? Yeah, yeah, yeah. $10. You go. $10. Darren. Darren. I'm guessing it's a lot since you're this story about it. So I'm going to say, I'll say, I'll say 1250. Sid? I'm going to go with 15. Ding, ding, ding. $15. Right on the nose. Sid, you went to (laughs) $250,000. I'd rather just get some hand sanitizer, to be honest. And she was selling N95 masks. I think it was like $25 a pop. Oh, were they reusable or single use? What, what was the deal? I think they're really all single use. You're not supposed to reuse them, but like, still for one. That's wild. Yeah, I I, uh, I found a place that has them, and they're charging one dollar each. Wow. But uh, are they just regular surgical? Like, what kind of? I mean, really, it doesn't matter. The, the N95 has the clip. It does matter, actually. The N95 is better. It's because you can clip it to your nose and really keep it tight on your skin. Well, I just when I say it doesn't matter, I just mean like any sort of uh, facial protection is be- like it just just to avoid the spittle from coming in and out of your mouth. Yeah, and also other people's spittle landing on your face too. Yeah, I think the N95 uh, filters the air more than just a regular surgical mask. I think that's why those are beneficial. No, uh, certainly. Like when when you finish using it, because it, you know, it accrues all the junk. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be one-time use, really. Not supposed to use them. A lot of money, especially if it's twenty-five dollars a pop. Right. Well, they're yeah, they're very marked up, And, and I mean, we don't we don't have to get into the logistics, but you know, if you are really, uh, worried about it, there are retreats now that you can go on because it's like who's the who are the first people to be okay rich people obviously you know when this whole the whole thing was first blowing up one of the utah jazz uh tested positive for it and then they were able to test all 58 members of the team when like right away no, right away when nobody else could get a test how, how did those people get tested the answer is they're rich well, All right, so the best way to get a test is to cough on a rich person and wait for them to get a test and see if they have it. Right. That's a good point. That's a good point. Oh, interesting. But then you're in jail. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So. At least you're going to be quarantined at home anyway. What's the difference? Well, well it, Rikers, then. It seems well in like... jail, you'll probably get it because there's outbreaks all over the prisons. Oh, God, that is, that is scary. I know. But... I, I do much. want to say that if you do feel the need to get tested, uh, I would recommend instead of going to like a doctor or the hospital where they probably are very scarce, go to a primary care uh, physician like CityMD or 
this place that I use forward because they do have tests and they're more willing to give them if you are showing the symptoms. <clears throat> you yeah. still can't. But don't go because you have a sniffle. Yeah, if you have a sniffle, just stay home for two weeks. Like, assume you have it and, and like, don't do anything. Uh, but if, you, if you're feeling great and want to get away from it all, you can go to Harbor, which is a luxury two-month retreat. This sounds like the cult thing we were reading about Jared Leto. Uh, yeah. Ago, but, like, this is so disgusting. Harbor is a luxury two-month retreat in California fo- focused on weathering the storm during the global COVID-19 pandemic. Why, they ask. Social distancing is great for flattening the curve, but it's not the only option to stay safe and keep others safe during a time of crisis. Harbor is a community of makers, thinkers, and doers that become your sanctuary. <laughs> Harbor will Darren's give you the jerk off sign. Harbor will give you an opportunity me. to meet, mingle, and collaborate with some of the brightest no, forward-thinking individuals. <laughs> no face mask required. Where okay. is this uh, occurring? This is like in uh, outside of LA. So it's uh, out on the mainland. Yes. There's a little is, more, but go ahead, Noah. Is Jarul involved in any way? Ow! It sounds like this is a fire festival type thing. Yes. Yeah. Harbor was created by a group of friends, entrepreneurs, musicians, and creatives <laughs> with the goal of fostering and growing our family during the current times of uncertainty. We're Growing looking forward. Yeah, what are you talking about? For women to impregnate. We're looking forward to connecting with you, and will accompany you through this journey as part of Harbor's core community. Safety, with tests becoming widely available in the coming weeks from private corporations, people who are looking to find peace of mind through testing should certainly take the opportunity to do so. While we encourage social distancing and self isolation. We have ourselves been in self-isolation for 18 days now. Time we, out. How are they encouraging self-isolation if they're hosting a retreat that is the opposite of self-isolation? Right. This is something yeah. that I was thinking about. People are going to start to try to like game the system and be like, well, I've been quarantining for two weeks, so I obviously don't have it. I can go hang out now with people who have right. also been, which is not true. No, unless you, what, what are you saying? Darren? That's what I was was trying to say before, is that even if the government, like tomorrow, said, oh, well, we have now have adequate tests for everybody, quarantine's over, you can go back to work, you could do all this, you could still get it. Like, it's yeah. Yeah. still going to be a good amount of people that have it, and that don't know haven't about been it. tested, don't know they have it. Like, you can't, there will be some things that improve and we can, like, de-isolate a little bit, like, little by little, but you can't just go... You know, make out with everybody in the street that you see. It's good, and it's yeah. people. I think what John said in the interview is right. Like a good portion of the population is just going to run off and, yeah. like they've been let out of prison, and the other part of the population is going to still stay quarantined for like another extra two or three months if they can. Well, good news. They will require any symptomatic potential attendees to get tested. And will give preference to candidates that can confirm the virus-free status to ensure the safety of our community. Which is like, even and, if you got a test a week ago and confirmed right. that you're you don't have it, you can still have it now. Like it's it can be dormant. To, yeah. 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 It takes now, two to ten 
days average and sometimes two weeks to figure out if you have it or not to see symptoms. So they're selling like a uh, a six bedroom house for eight twenty five a night. So uh, maybe we we all uh, we all go. We do the show from there. We could use our Patreon money, right? We do that. A couple more months. Yeah, sure. Can we just like can we like lure? All these people who will respond to that and then like build a giant uh, sanitary wall around them so that they don't infect anybody else. Well, it's, when you fill out the form, they ask you anything you can contribute, workshops, facilitation. And they add that we're happy to subsidize stays for members who are willing to contribute their skills, music, oh. professional facilitation, operations. Podcasters. To the goal of Work making Harbor not only the safest, but also most fulfilling experience in the world during the COVID-19 pandemic. This is literally come join our COVID cult. It's a sex cult. These guys just want women to come so they can bang them in isolation. That's 100% <laughs> what this is. Harbor.im, if you're one of these rich people thinking about it. Dot I am? The hell is dot I am? They're probably a cheap domain. They probably... St- <laughs> Blew all their money on the, on the on the it's uh, I it's am what, infected is what it fucking stands for. <laughs> fuck out of there! Oh, it's what they did. It's what they did with AIM after uh, AOL shut AIM down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like some of our listeners will not get that joke. That's oh. <laughs> Even like when contemporary people at the time AIM was around didn't fucking use AIM. Yeah. By the way, I dot I am is the Isle of Man, in case you want Really? Yes. Country wow. mode. Wow. <laughs> Even more suspicious. Well put them all on a fucking island. It's a good yeah, idea. Sure. Trapped there. At least they wanna they'll all they'll all get sick and probably die, but at least they won't affect the rest of the population. Yeah. Black it's like an terror. episode of Black Mirror. These people leave society mm. because they want to escape a virus and then they end up being the ones that all die. Yep. I'd watch that. Sure, why not? I'd wow. watch anything Black Mirror, even though some of them aren't that great. Well, I do want to, you know, we are uh, kind of getting to the uh, end of the show, and we do have uh, some some feedback, some hate mail. Oh. And cool. uh, uh, you can, of course, always email us, hate mail at metalinjection.net is the email, and then we will read it. Uh, also, I want to point out, of course, our Patreon. We're going to be reading our, our top live cast fans of the week in a moment. Uh, it is March 31st uh, at the at the strike of midnight. So it'll be April 1st, which means a new bonus Patreon episode is going to be posted exclusively for our Patreon subscribers. Uh, and for five bucks a month, you get access to all of the bonus episodes that we've done so far, including this new one that goes up tonight which will be uh all of us we did a watch along before the coronavirus hit uh we did a watch along of santa with muscles which was a hulk hogan vehicle (laughs) and it was a brutally awful movie and uh and uh, we watched it all and uh we we do a watch along commentary and and the movie is streaming for free on youtube so you can essentially load up the movie Load up this bonus episode, and it's like we're all hanging out, and you, we get to mock the movie for you for the entire ninety minutes. At least, thankfully, it was only ninety minutes, but it truly felt for like, like it was five hours. two and a half hours. <laughs> it really felt like a fucking Avengers movie or some shit. Uh, 
So that is on our Patreon tonight, patreon.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. And there's a bunch of great stuff in the archives. Uh, also, we did a Motley Crue, uh, the Dirt movie watch along. We did a Pantera watch along. Uh, we did roundtables about uh, Lords of Chaos, about Uncut Gems. Uh, lots of fun stuff in the Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. So uh, to our hate mail, uh, we got one from Rob. And, uh, you know, last week we were talking about uh, how we hope that most people are uh, socially distancing and staying home. But, of course, some people do not have that luxury. And uh, some people do have to go to work. And Rob writes in. He says, I can assure you people still working in the current crisis are not getting double or even extra pay. That's right. Uh, that was something else we mentioned where we said we hope people are getting compensated yeah. for the hard work they're doing. Nope. Because, of course not. Hard essential work they are doing. Rob continues that the warehouse where I work are still paying minimum wage, which is terrible. Uh, he says the government in UK are paying employees 80% of their wages to sit at home if their business is temporarily closed down and they can't go to work, which is more than our government is doing. <laughs> uh, for me, it's business as usual, working five days a week, going to the shops at the weekend which include groceries, garden centers, and sports shops. The only difference for me now is I can't buy hand sanitizer and the roads are safer to cycle on. Uh, well, Rob, that's crazy, but uh, we, we do hope you are staying safe. And uh, uh, he, he did mention that he's doing all this with a weakened immune system uh, from having chronic fatigue. So, uh, oh, Is he in the UK? Yes. Oh. At least they have national health care. Yeah, I was reading. Well, maybe not for long. Uh, mm. That's in jeopardy. But I was reading that uh, China, like in China, they're going door to door giving supplies to like families and stuff. Right. And yeah. And it's, checks yeah. in the mail. Like China. The, the Do you believe that? that? I mean, like this is like testimonials from people online, like random people, not the government putting. Yeah. Not bots. There's photos. Yeah. Even there must you, be you, bots. There, I mean, well, what, everything what? could be. Presented in you're a right. Photo. You're right, but it there's been enough reports of it where it seems. Yeah, why should I even it, disbelieve that anyway? There's just uh, uh, every country's really doing that more or less, except the U.S. Yeah, we're not getting that. We're not getting well, it because we're the worst of those countries. Like they, like they, how are they haggling over twelve hundred dollars? It took them like a week and a half to compromise enough to give us the crumbs of twelve hundred. Fucking dollars. And even still, and it's, it's not there yet. Like people in uh, Germany yeah. have already gotten direct deposits into their banks. In South Amazing. Korea, their first case was the same day as ours, and they have already curbed the problem. the The curve is flattened. There's no new case. There's like a few cases a day. There's no death. There's only been a hundred deaths in South Korea, whereas with us, there's been ten tens of thousands already. So, and they're talking we're the only country I know of that they're talking about like forcing people or encouraging people to go back to work if they're not that sick because the economy is going to fall apart if they don't like how disgusting is that yeah we should sacrifice our our bodies and for, so that yeah. the stock market doesn't collapse like fuck you moving along with the hate mail we got Josh uh, and he really wrote this is this Josh from Wales no same Josh Different oh, Josh. How do you know? Oh, what are you going to put down this Josh for? He just misses Josh from I Wales. Just, I miss Josh from Wales. So Josh writes, 
this is Josh B. He goes, hi, guys. <laughs> he, he did not write that. He did write it. Yes, I'll, he did. I'll, I'll forward it to you. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure he wrote, hi, guys. He didn't, no, he wrote, he wrote, hi, guys. That's how you wrote You're it. You're choosing to pronounce it that way. I'm just how is it spelled, Rob? H-H-H-H-A-A-A-A-A-E-E-E-E-E-Y-Y-Y-Y-Y. G U I S E. That's hi guys. Right, but you don't have to do the nasal. Like that's. Well, how am I supposed later. to read that? Hi guys. Hi guys. It says guys. Guys is not elongated. Hi guys. <laughs> hi guys. <laughs> Josh from Indiana here. A couple of weeks ago, a listener wrote in asking the worst thing you could you've seen on public transportation. Well, it got me thinking, and although I don't use public transportation, I do work in the transportation industry dealing with truck drivers, and I have a few things that you might be interested to hear. I feel like Josh might have uh, written to us before. Uh, because I he remember may the truck have, Does he have a lead on any Diet Coke? I have a friend. <laughs> uh, he goes, first and foremost, uh, recently a gentleman came in and leaned over my desk trying to hand me some papers. He smelled like a cat box that should have been cleaned last month. Worse than that, though, he had what very evidently looked like poop on his hand. I noticed because it was smeared all over the paperwork he was handing me. I jumped back and walked out of the room. When I came back, I told him... Oh, when I came back... Oh, when I came back, I told him he needed to go wash his hands immediately before I would assist him. Also, one day a truck was pulled into one of our service bays. The smell in the truck was absolutely abysmal. They needed a new transmission. So one of the techs go under the truck and drops the drive shaft. A cloud of dirt falls down into his face. He said, this smells like shit. As he continues to do the work, he realizes uh, that there is a hole cut into the bunk floor of the truck. This was the shitting and pissing hole. This was a hole oh. where four of the guys who shared this truck have been squatting and shitting so they didn't have to make stops. Oh, God. That cloud of dust that had fallen into his face was shit that had fallen through the hole as the truck was going down the highway, oh. hitting the drive shaft and spraying all over the underside of this truck and the vehicles following it behind it on the highway. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I mean, well, I have two things I want to say about this. The first thing is I've always thought that that would be a great idea to have a toilet uh, car seat slash toilet combination so you never have to stop and go to the bathroom. But it has to be cleaned, clearly. Like, you have to regularly. Well, there's, like, tour buses with bathrooms in them. Where you right. Can do well, that. but I'm saying I'm saying in a regular passenger the commercial see. vehicle, a uh, non-commercial vehicle, you're just sitting in the seat. Your ass is naked in the seat. You're driving and you're shitting at the same time. Well, uh, yeah, no, I mean it, it could use the uh, same format uh, as, as the bus, where it's like it kind of you shit into like a bag that you eventually dump. <laughs> you know, you got to dump the. Dump. Just, I get just it. Just get a colostomy bag. You can take right. that wherever you go. There you go. 
So the truck, there's a little more. The truck was picked up by the DOT, and I don't know the details, but the drivers were charged for something. The tech who worked on the truck had to go take a series of tests to be sure he didn't catch anything after getting a ripe cloud of of fecal shit particles in his face, mouth, eyes, and nose. Ah, Dangerous. That is is scary. That is scary. That's the coronavirus. I I would quit that job. Well, he could have gotten uh, corona from it. You can get corona from defecation. Mm-hmm. I don't know that like old yeah. shit like that would pass it though. I think it has to be liquid, uh, liquefied, active. You know, we don't know. We don't know. Well, everything they, everything that the doctors have said is that they've never seen corona uh, survive this strain of corona survive in uh, anything that's not uh, liquid in a liquid state. It can live on metal for a little while longer than normal, except it has to be uh, damp. In a damp place. Uh, I, I heard it could live on frozen things, so like uh, it, it, it could be on like any surface. Mm. They were saying it has to be frozen. You're saying, if or it has just to be colder, uh, colder surfaces, and also that okay. it's been airborne. Like it's it's still too early. I feel like they don't know exactly. There's no definitive science on it. I feel. Uh, well, the dub. I'm sorry. Go ahead. WHO has a whole bunch of things that it can't be transmitted by, so that's what I'm going by. Oh, okay. Maybe they're wrong. Can it live in the moisture that's trapped in between Rob's three butt cheeks? Well, according to the website, yes. Because it's moist. But who's going in there to catch it? But even I want to say, though, even in moisture, allegedly, it cannot last that long. It's just like that's the delivery vehicle. So, like, in the time it takes for you to sneeze... And then get to my nostrils to go inside, it'll live. But if you like sneeze on a table or something and it sits there for 15 minutes, it's not going to be transmittable, allegedly. Okay, we don't know everything. That's what I've heard. But still, if you see a table with booger snots on it, probably just use a different table. Right. Well, that's disgusting, regardless of exactly. There's a lot of things people are learning now that they should have been doing a long fucking time ago. Anyway. Uh, it's a good thing that they're getting there. Uh-huh. So he concludes, lastly, and I think I shared this one on a phone call a couple of years ago, but here we go. This one's for Noah specifically. I had an old Asian man come in once upon a time. He was being a genuine pain in the ass to deal with, and the whole time I'm dealing with him, he insisted in cu- on cutting his nails over my desk. <laughs> the underside <laughs> of these things looked like he had fallen asleep the night before <laughs> with an itchy asshole. Jesus. I asked him politely if he could stop. He just looked back at me and said, why? Uh, Right after he squeezed the nail clippers and his nail shot out and hit me in the face, I said, that's why. He just ignored me and kept clipping. When we were all finished up, he left his clippers just sitting all over my desk. If If you're on the audio only podcast right now and not watching the video, which we are streaming, by the way, for our patrons... Uh, Noah's face is one of pure disgust. <laughs> she looks like she's smelling farts. <laughs> Hope you guys yeah. enjoy uh, these stories. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Noah. Were you going to say something? I was going to say that's gross. Right. Just yes. anyone cutting their toenails or nails in public or even brushing their hair. I just, I'm so repulsed by it. It's gross. Well, what if the next, what if COVID-20 is like, you know, transmitted by... Nail hair clippings. cells. Yeah, hair yeah. cells. It could be. Epithelial cells. 
It's all like dead cells. I don't know. It's gross. So Josh wraps it up. Hope you guys enjoy the stories. I love you guys so much and hope you're surviving the pandemic. Thanks, Josh. We are surviving. I do. We're so good. I feel that the the first uh, reaction to that shitting in the in the box story is like gross, but I feel like they're kind of forced into that. Like I'm sure they make less money if they stop or whatever. Oh yeah, like, that's the sad time. part. That like yeah. their work forces them into a situation like that. Absolute state of this country. But if you are, you do find yourself in that situation. At least maintain the shitter, please. Well, if I might just interject with my trucking skills. Sure. There are regulations now in trucking that prevent truck drivers from driving over a certain amount of hours. So, but they probably ignore that, right? Like, how do you really enforce You can't, that? no, because they have automatic logs, Sid. Yes, Sid, what do you know? Yeah, they were dropping, shit. they were dropping automatic logs into that <laughs> hole in their truck. <laughs> More like manual logs, actually. That was a manual transmission yeah. right there. <laughs> Transmitted right into that toy motherfucker's face. Uh, so uh, Josh concludes. I love you guys so much and hope you're surviving the pandemic. I've been listening since the original readings from the Dave Mustaine book. You guys get me through so much, and I don't think I'd be alive if it wasn't for looking forward to your episodes each week. Oh, oh don't say that. That's, wow. That's pathetic. That's grim. Uh, Come on, Josh. Let's take next week off and see if he's still around. Yeah. <laughs> Just, uh, Put your money where your mouth is. Let's work on a on a plateau to get him to, like, try to get to where we're 80% of what you have to live for. Yeah. And like 20% something else. Not that we don't appreciate it, but we'd like to not be the only thing keeping you alive. Yeah. Uh, so he concludes, people always say I don't have a sense of humor because I never laugh at their jokes. It's because you guys set the bar too fucking high. If oh, comedy, it's a big problem, yeah. If, wow. It's nice. <laughs> if comedy was sex, you guys would be the free Pornhub premium COVID-19 account to how to look at my wife at the end of the day. <laughs> oh, One, you know, Josh. There, Thank you, Josh. There is a, uh, a premium version of this Pornhub, just so you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can see our smiling faces as we record every week now. And we do pee videos. Oh, did you do one? I didn't check the Patreon. <laughs> no, I've got a video of you. I had a hidden oh. cam in your bathroom. That's fine. Yeah. Just let me know next time. I would have. You didn't have to sneak in there. I would have done it. So okay. you must have put that in pre-quarantine. Yeah, this must be a while ago. Oh yeah. So how I much? How much footage do you have on me? It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Sometimes you sit when you pee. Sometimes. Well, you that's stand. only. That's only when I have to shit, and then there's a pee at the end. I don't just sit down <laughs> to pee. Like that's. Uh. I'd rather not sit down to pee. Like, why would I want to do that? The tape doesn't lie, my friend. Okay. And uh, one <laughs> last right. one last email that we have. Uh, it is uh, High Metal Injection Livecast host Edge Lordis here. It's been a while since I've emailed or participated in any livecast conversations, but over the course of a few weeks, I've been making some parody remixes with GarageBand. Oh. I'd love for you to thrash or trash some of my metal parodies. Uh, this is a parody. This parody, sorry, is a typo negative style 
parody if they were to sing I Will Survive by Gloria Gaynor. It doesn't have vocals yet, so the MIDI voice may sound a bit weird, but I'd love to know your thoughts. I'm also working on my first album of Halloween reimaginings, my favorite band, where every song is a different genre. I've got EDM, New Age, Meditation, and even classical parodies. Love the live cast. (laughs) Halloween. Skelloween? No, that's not work. Love the live cast. It's one of the few things that help me stay sane in a world of isolation. Well, it it makes us feel very good that we are helping you people uh, get through this. You people. You live casters. Let's hear a little... Oh, let's hear. I need a second to cue up the the parody. Okay. Do you guys have a, any response to to uh, Edge Lordis? I uh, just sort of feel it's like our last email says we're keeping him alive. Edge Lordis just says we're keeping her sane. So it's yeah. I don't know. Step it up, will you? Yeah. Come on. Get a little more desperate. Yeah. Yeah. Be be more dramatic in your emails. <laughs> the bar has been set. Also, it was like a very short hello. There was no like dramatic hi guys. We didn't. That you know. we could do without. <laughs> I say put it in. <laughs> That's a drop. <laughs> what about the email? <laughs> uh, sorry, I just need one more second. Um, Alexa, set along for one second, please. One. <laughs> uh. Okay, here we are. Uh, yeah, we we will hopefully be back next week, and I think we I finally got the uh, the video stuff down. I guess we'll see. Please give us your feedback on how how things sound. But for now, here's the tell Rob he did a good job. He needs to feel validated. Rob he did feels a good validated job. by his oh. work. <laughs> <laughs> This is I Will Survive. In the style of typo negative, yeah. I feel like without the vocals. Sounds more like. I thought we were gonna hear a robot singing it. Yeah, that's what I was. Yeah. Can you fast think... forward a little bit? Yeah. I think that was. The MIDI voice. What was that, Darren? I think that was the MIDI voice already. Oh the yeah. Oh, really? I was afraid I was mystified. Rob, do the lyrics as the, 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 the Peter Steele voice that you do. Oh, no. Peter Steele, Peter Steele. First I was afraid I was petrified of Peter Steele. Thinking oh, I could never live without you by my side. All right. <laughs> That's enough. Well, let us That's know. We how... sang on the school bus every day. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know uh, how that turns out, Edge Lordis. But uh, I think it's, it's time to read our top live cast fans of the week. 
And uh, as always, you can be a top live cast fan of the week by hitting up our Patreon and uh, be, and signing up for the top live cast fan of the week. It's ten bucks a month, so you get all the bonus episodes, all the all the perks of the five dollar a month situation. I'm gonna give you a little shout ski at the end of the show, which is right now. So, Darren, who do we love? Love Eric, Rob Ganoush, aka Justin, uh, El Duderino, Benjamin, a Dan R. Cynical Sid's Cynic Cynicism, Mindy Mayer's Keepa, Cattle Decaf, Croc Destroyer, Sam I Am I Is, a Florida Man, Justin with an E, and Jander. I mispronounced his name last week, by the way, so that's an apology. He already forgave me, so we're all good. We you misgendered him. Yes. <laughs> well, that's going to that's gonna wrap it for us. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you're staying safe out there. We hope you're staying sane out there. Remember to wash your hands. Don't go outside unless you need to get, get a snack or something. You know, avoid people. Exercise is good, too. Yeah. Yes, it's something do I it, really need it, to do. Get some fresh air. Need do it do. safely. Stay away from people. Wear a mask. And, uh, and and we'll hopefully uh, you'll be hearing from us next Tuesday for another. What do you keep new... saying hopefully? What, what, what are we going to do next well, Tuesday? Well, we could all die. The economy could crash. It could be looting. Who know? knows? Who knows with this world? I... I'm honestly less concerned about like th- it's a very serious virus. Don't get me wrong. But I think it will in time. I'm more worried about the effects on the economy and people dying Same. from that. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Well, as we worry, we have to say goodbye. Come on, everyone. Give, me a, give a shimmy for our video. Episode. <laughs> and I know what's going on. Sign up now.